0: to welcome you back to Big Fish Little Pod, a new podcast with Bob Hollis. If you don't already know, Bob Hollis is my dad, and this podcast was really inspired by the conversations he and I get to have each week. My dad really wants Big Fish Little Pod to be an interactive experience where you're not just hearing what he has to say, but also sharing your responses and reflections. I'll get more into how you can do that at the end of the podcast. This week, my dad relates the concept of being in the now to the Christian idea of the kingdom of God. We then discuss how we can navigate our modern material lives while still being in the now. Hope you enjoy.
1: We wanted to talk today about the phrase, the kingdom of God is at hand. Um, In some of the Gospels, Jesus says that almost from the very beginning. In other Gospels, he says it at a poignant point um, when he wants either his disciples or the Pharisees or the crowd to know that the kingdom of God is present, that he is bringing that, that his presence um, means that the kingdom of God is here in some way. Um, And so, he says in those moments, the kingdom of God is at hand, or he sometimes, it sometimes gets translated into the kingdom of God is near you. And sometimes it gets, in, in the gospel of Luke, he then says to um, the folks that he's talking to, the kingdom of God is within you. Um, and some of the more modern translations move that to the kingdom of God is now. And there was um, a Quaker meeting that we were at back a couple months ago that um, was playing with that theme. That's kind of the theme that came up and different people were commenting on the kingdom of God or what it meant to Have the kingdom of God at hand or within you or now or now and not yet, as we talked about in theology um, in the 80s. And as I was sitting there in the expectant silence and listening, a concept came to me that what would it mean if the kingdom of God is in the now? Yeah, Jesus brought um, the phrase, the kingdom of God is at hand. It's here. It's among you. Um, And obviously, he talked about one day returning to the earth and bringing the kingdom of God, and yet already being present and bringing the kingdom of God. So we live in this world where the kingdom of God is here and yet it is to come. Obviously, this world is not run on all the principles of the kingdom of God. But as the kingdom of God is here, and as it is coming, and in a world where God's time continuum is not the same as ours, what would it mean if the kingdom of God is in the now, that in this moment, in this moment, if I open myself up to the, to the presence of God and the principles of God, and I receive what God has for me and share what God gives to me in this world, what would it mean that the kingdom of God is here in the now? that this moment I dwell, live, move, and have my being in the kingdom of God. To me, that opens up all sorts of opportunity, all sorts of power, all sorts of peace. So what would it mean for you in the decisions you have to make if it was true that the kingdom of God is in the now. That's what I'd like to play with today.
0: You're saying like this amazing possibility that we could be in the kingdom of God now. So what does that mean, the kingdom of God? Like, is it a place? Is it a state of mind? Does that mean in the, in communion with God what does what is that what is the kingdom of God? Do you have a visual when you think of
1: that and the answer to all that is yes um I think it means all of that um but if we hold on to today to that concept, I think everything you just mentioned is absolutely true. If the kingdom of God is here, that means that God is here yeah um that God is with us um it also means that um, the, the, all the benefits of being a part of the kingdom of God is here with us, and the principles of living in the kingdom of God are the best path for us to choose in this world, even though it is very clear that the whole world is not living according to those principles. So I think everything that you asked is absolutely true.
0: And for for me, as you're talking, I completely resonate with what you're saying, and it's a really nice reminder. Um, I woke up this morning with like a big to do list, and you know I've been up since five, like trying to kind of make my way through things, and and I think that reminder that in every moment, no matter what's going on, you can stop and take a breath and be in the kingdom of God, however each person defines that. Um, And for me, it just brings peace, right? It's just a real sense of peace. It doesn't matter what else is going on. Like if you can just be here in the now right now everything is fine actually and it I I have yet to really experience a time in my life where that hasn't been the case you know I guess people could maybe argue there are certain circumstances where being in the now doesn't feel <laughs> okay but for me like any time that I have been intentional in that and really taken a second to breathe deeply, connect with God, remember where I am, and just being in this present moment, everything is fine. I'm always fine. You know? it, it's, my, it's my preoccupation with future thoughts, with past thoughts, with future worries, with past regrets that is often the stressor. Um, but I think what happens when I try to go in that direction, I heard you and I tried to flow there, is like my ego or whatever you want to call it comes up saying, whoa, 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 <laughs> like you can't just stay in the now, you know, what will happen, you know, if you're not, if you're just peace and love and staying in the now in the kingdom of God, like what about all that stuff? Like, what about all that stuff that's going to have to get done? Right. What about all these things that you were stressing about? Maybe in this one moment you feel released from them, but it doesn't mean they're really gone. You still have to deal with all that, you know?
1: Right. And I think there are books that we can read and, and other blogs we can tune into. And... Um, And lots of things we can discuss simply about living in the now without even talking about the kingdom of God.
0: Right, right.
1: Because living in the now, I believe, gives me a chunk of time where I can handle this moment. Right. I don't have an answer for whether my cancer is going to be cured or not. I don't necessarily have an answer when I'm going through um, a divorce or just got fired from my job or um, had a terrible fight with somebody that I loved um, or am stuck at work not knowing what the next answer is for the thing that we have to figure out or else our company will fall. Right. Um, All those things are major stressors. Right. But if I can learn to live in the now, I can figure out what to do in the next 30 seconds. Yeah. And if I learn to trust what the world is sending me, if I take care of the next 30 seconds then I can take care of the next 30 seconds and the next 30 seconds and the next 30 seconds. Um, I don't need to know the answer three weeks from now. Um, so part of that is to me living in the now. Um, that I can figure out how to respond to tremendous sadness or tremendous fear or um, an impossible situation, I can figure out what to do in the next 30 seconds. I get stressed because I want to know the outcome a month from now or even an hour from
0: now. Or or eight years from now. (laughs) Or eight years from now. Like I've spent time stressing about like, my like future children's health insurance. And I've never even conceived a child.
1: (laughs) And that can keep you from conceiving a child. Yeah. 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 I'm not saying that we should always live a life where we're not planning things, but if I'm living in the now, I believe the universe will tell me you need to sit down and make a plan for this. Yeah, But I'll be able to do that in peace and in confidence rather than out of fear. Yeah. So I think there's peace. I think there's power. I think there's there's a certain amount of self-esteem of accomplishing something when I learn to live in the now. If I add that faith component and that, to me, real component of living according to the principles of God in the now, then I think I've just infused this moment by putting myself in God's hands, making all that God has available to me for the next 30 seconds, I think that does an awful lot of good for me.
0: Yeah, well, I think for me, I mean, it's interesting because I was raised in a Christian environment, but then my first um, real personal adult dive into spiritual life came through a more um kind of new thought new age self-help path right which talks a lot about being in the now more kind of buddhist perspective but also definitely a more impersonal perspective it's really about you and the now right And I think it's been interesting to see myself come really full circle where, yeah, exactly what you're saying. There is a certain power about me plus the now, but there is a, in my perspective, a much, much more amazing power of me plus God plus the now. (laughs) Right, like I'm. It's not just me in this moment, which brings maybe some peace and clarity. But it's me and God in this moment. Right, for me, it's like yeah, mind. Yeah, like my mind explodes. You know, that like we can at any moment access a relationship with God, like the presence of God.
1: Right. And the wisdom and the, the power. And, and, and so if you believe in God, then I think living in the now infuses a whole lot of other peace and power. But if, you, if God isn't a part of your decision-making concept right now, I think living brings you at least to this moment. That here in this moment, I can live according to the principles that bring life to me and to the people around me.
0: Yeah, it, it makes me feel, you know, this, the starting concept was kind of, here's my life all swirling around, and then stop, be in the now, take a breath, commune with God, feel that peace, like feel that connection. So it's like a break from the real life, right? Right. But I mean, as you describe it, is it not that actually that is real life?
1: Exactly. That was the thought that it just came to me as you said that. It's a break into real life. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And is that not what Jesus, like, is that not why Jesus said things like, let the dead bury the dead or put down your nets? Because he had the clarity about what was real right right and in that moment he was kind of giving that strength to these new believers who they didn't know what was real and what was not real right so he was like
1: and we live most of our life trying not to deal with what's real
0: right um
1: or being distracted by what we've learned is real
0: right yeah but well, that's like, like you and I both are real fans of C.S. Lewis uh, screw tape letters. That's like the whole content of that book is what is real and what is not real. And we spend our lives caught up in the newspapers and the lunch dates and the bills to pay and the illness. And according to that story, it's like the, the devil's. Uh, Job to keep us engaged in those non-real situations so that we don't concentrate on what is real, which is the power and presence of God in our lives. Right. But then what happens if you spend your time deeply rooted in the kingdom of God and you try to spend more time in those moments of the now rather than out of those moments? So then what happens at the end of the month when somebody calls you and says, like, hey, you didn't pay your mortgage. Right. What do you do?
1: Um,
0: You say, oh, that's not real.
1: (laughs) Well, then your house will not be real to you either. (laughs) Um, There must be a time when that happens, even to people who live in the now, but it seems to me that's a sign of people who haven't been living in the now. Because if I've been living in the now, I think that either I don't make obligations that I can't meet, mm-hmm. or I've, I'm given the resources to meet those obligations. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's more of a sign of me not living in the now. Right. You know, biting off more than I should have chewed, you know, or or not availing myself to the resources that are there.
0: Right. That makes sense. You know? Yeah. I mean, maybe living in the now, maybe living in the kingdom of God, in communion with God. I could imagine that that's so powerful and transforming that... You may live in the now, if you actually lived in the now, more than not for the entirety of a month, and at the end of the month, your mortgage comes and you don't have the money to pay for it. I could imagine you might have such clarity that you realize, oh, I should really just sell this house. Right. (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) Or if I'm living in that moment, maybe the answer comes to me that you need to go talk to your lender. Yeah. And tell them you're in a tough spot right now right um and maybe there's an answer there yeah i mean you've experienced this in in different times in your life and i've experienced this you if you stop and say god i don't know what to do because i don't have this right and then somebody comes and provides it for you yeah so all of those are possibilities, but but if you don't live in the now, you live in fear, and that takes you away from all those possibilities and leaves you weak.
0: Yeah. So I'm just thinking, like, for Jesus's life, right? So we, we basically knew, like, Jesus's career was basically from, like, 30 to 33. Right. And so that's three years. And... He, I mean I'm I'm talking about worrying about a mortgage or something like that but I mean Jesus knew the end of the career was going to be like an excruciatingly physically painful death which was also also emotionally humiliating and probably spiritually very draining for any normal human.
1: Right? right.
0: And his friends all betrayed him, right? Well, not all but
1: some. Well, yeah, they all ran away at the very least.
0: Right, so he's not just losing his house. Like, this is basically worst-case scenario.
1: Uh, Yeah, I would say that that passion that he went through was pretty bad.
0: So, assuming that he, Jesus, was God, and so was then omniscient. Omniscient is the one where you know everything. Right. Then he would have known that that was coming. Right. It didn't stop him in any way from being in the now in all these small moments,
1: right? Well, yeah. Well, and it brought him to a moment where he had to choose that in the garden. Right. You know, in the garden was an in the now moment where he said, I know where you want me to go. I would rather go a different way. But I need to choose the kingdom's way. If everything is going to be right for me and for the people that I care about. So not, not what I want at this moment, but what you want, God, I will do. And then it said in that moment, the angels came and ministered to him. He was given strength in that moment to do what was to come. Mm. we have no idea what would have happened had he not chosen that Mm. would it still have happened and he was miserable or would it not have happened we don't know
0: yeah wow i don't think i ever heard that before (laughs) i mean i must have heard it but i don't think i ever realized that the angels came and ministered to him yeah because that is so interesting because I mean, if I were Jesus, I would have spent those three years, like, trying to be engaged in my ministry, but also pretty distracted by how stressed out I was about this thing that was going to happen in three years. Right. And it would have distracted me. It might have even um, halted, like, the movement for me.
1: Right. Or Or at least corrupted it.
0: Yeah, because I could imagine all that time I would be trying to find ways that it wouldn't happen or I would just be like back and forth. Should I surrender to this? Should I not? But we don't see that. We don't see him distracted. If anything, we see him, I could imagine, more focused because he knows the outcome, right?
1: Yeah, because you've got to be pretty focused to be able to say, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do as they're whipping you, beating you, and driving nails into your body, yeah you you've got to be pretty focused, yeah, at that moment,
0: but the amazing thing is that basically he bet on this, like he bet on like let me just keep moving forward, let me just stay in the now, let me not worry about this future thing, right. He just bet on it it working out, or he bet on it, he bet on God's ability to provide, which is like what we're talking about. And in the end, it it worked, because if what you're saying is true, in that one moment, which I would have been worrying about for three years, in that one moment when it actually came down to it, and he surrendered... The angels came and ministered to him yeah and for me like if I'm worrying about the moment they call about the mortgage or the moment you know like maybe if you have an illness like that moment where it's really painful at the end or whatever like if the angels will come and minister to us which is basically what you're saying if if we have the power of tapping into the now at any moment, which for us means the presence of God, then we have the power for the, minister, the angels to come and minister to us any moment that we call on them, basically.
1: Right. In the best things in life and in the worst things in life. You know, I've been at deathbeds where people should be in incredible pain. Yeah, And modern medicine is pretty good about that as well. But even when people are lucid and, and refusing pain meds, I've seen them look up and just have every bit of tension drain from their body because they've seen something. Yeah. For some of them, it was a husband that had passed away coming back to take their hand. To some of them, it was Jesus. Um, To some, it's seeing a vision of God. And to some, it's just having this sense that they don't even feel their body anymore, you know, that they're floating and free. And you can see the tension just evaporate from their body. And when they should be screaming in agony, they're at total peace. And sadly, for some of them, for the first time in their life, you know, that's available in the now for all of us. You know, and I guess that's what in the now is. If you have any vision of what heaven would be, Living in the now is saying you can have that in this moment in a world where it's less than heavenly. Yeah. That is available to you. Yeah. Infusing this moment with what you believe about the presence of God or the kingdom of God or heaven. Infuse in this moment all that you will have then, because you have it now. Because the kingdom of God is here in the moment.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Big Fish Little Pod. We are super excited about this podcast and the community we are hoping to form around it. We really want you to reach out and share your responses and reflections. Right now we have three main ways to do that. You can either comment right on the podcast post on Facebook, which will be posted weekly on my dad's Bob Hollis Facebook page. You can private message him through Facebook as well, or you can email us at bigfishlittlepod at gmail.com. We will be releasing a new episode each week, and we are so excited and grateful for all of your support. Thank you so much.
1: I do have one thing I need to say that... My my Baptist grandmother probably wouldn't picture Jesus betting on anything.